0: Welcome everyone to Bad Casting, where we take it upon ourselves to recast movies for better or worse. I'm your host Matt, also known as Matt Combs, and joining with me today is Tom from Shaken Not Nerd. Hello, happy to be here. Yes, saying your famous catchphrase from the podcast itself. Always, you know it. Uh, So Tom, Mm. as the title suggests, we're going to recast the now I have not updated the date here actually no I've just got the numbers up, like back to front of the 1979 movie alien yeah I have it written down 1997 and I'm like well that's wrong that is definitely wrong um, <laughs> I've definitely typed faster than uh my brain and screwed that up well at least you got the right numbers yeah uh, yeah well I knew I knew it was wrong instantly so that's a plus. Eh, nobody needs to hear that. That's boring information. Um, I love this movie. It's been a long time since I've rewatched it. But,
1: yeah, I, th- I think the last rewatch that I had of it was probably about six months ago. You know, as far as uh, late 70s movies goes, it's pretty good to rewatch. I can tell you right now that Alien, I feel, has a lot more rewatchability than Aliens. Uh-huh. And I think Shots it's-
0: fired. People are probably upset. I All right, now.
1: well, I'm actually more of an aliens fan originally than I am of alien, yeah, um, I can understand that, but from a rewatchability standpoint, I think because of the setting and because of the way that it's actually done and the suspense thriller aspect of it, I mm-hmm. think that especially for movies of that time period, it is extremely rewatchable and still good today.
0: I think a big factor of that is the fact that um. Factor of that, the, the fact is... I'm just saying fact, fact, fact. Um, fun fact? Yeah. A, a, a big part of that is, I think, the the visuals of this movie, the way they've approached how the ship is... Because it's like a mining ship or something, isn't it? It's, yes. So, it's meant to be like, you know, not it's not meant to be slick and whatever, but it is dirty and it's... It looks like it's been pieced together. It looks like it's been kit bashed, which is basically a mm. term from the film industry where you take a bunch of model kits and you take them apart and you put something completely new together. Mm. Um, that's called kit ba- ah. kit bashing. Oh, ah, true fun fact. Yeah, all the Star Wars
1: stuff was kit bashing as mm. well. It's like uh, Episode One, where the communicator
0: is the Gillette razor. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of veered off the path <laughs> in that those movies that i choose to just pretend don't exist um <laughs> but uh yeah the just the visual aesthetic of the film is great and i think that helps yes and it's meant to be a thriller a suspense thriller and obviously everything's dark for a reason hmm. but it just it, it's convincing
1: I think the o- the only thing where they really drop the ball is probably actually like the computer monitors and stuff, mainly just because they're very obviously from that
0: time. Yeah. But otherwise, forgiving that, it like it it's still good. Doesn't the same thing the same thing exist in Star Wars though? The computer monitors.
1: Yeah, but I think because Star Wars is a galaxy far, far away, it's a little bit forgivable. I think you can yeah. you can appreciate divergent technology as opposed to one that's actually meant to have originated from Earth.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, I actually watched Alien uh, at the Astor Theatre. Um, what's one of the fancy film? Watch it on whatever film uh 80 mm. Yeah, that's whatever that is. That's what I watched it on. <laughs> yeah. It was it was great to watch it on the big screen because obviously uh we uh we were too young for the release of this film mm. to have seen it at the movies. Uh so that was really cool and uh I'll continue that story in a moment, but before we roll into the casting, I'll just mention the we have three simple rules when it comes to the uh recasting of movies. If you're new to the podcast, the first rule is you can't cast an actor who is already in the film. Rule number two, the casting choices can be good, bad or funny. And rule number three, the actor or actress can be living or deceased or from any time period. And yes, let's roll on to our first casting, Dallas. Now it's funny, when you've been doing this podcast for as long as I have, you come to to realize that some movies just list their last names in the mm. casting. Yeah. And don't li- don't list their first names for some weird reason. And this is one of those films. Uh so IMDb just has everyone's last names listed. Uh it, they typically do refer to each other by their last names, but they do actually have full names, so it's a bit strange, but anyway, uh first on the list we have Dallas originally played by Tom Skerritt and uh I actually was in his presence when I went to that Aster screening. He Oh, was really? There. He was there? And oh. it was a little Q&A night. Oh, okay. Don't ask me what he talked about. <laughs> Don't remember. Yeah. He's very old. Uh, he seemed happy to be there, <laughs> surprisingly. I'm still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, it was fun to watch the movie. Which no. is what I was there for. I can
1: imagine you got you got to uh, experience it before it's going to be locked away in the Disney vault for a while.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I heard that on your episode. If you want to know more about that, go back to listen to Shaken Not Nerd's last episode.
1: Yes. I think it was last week's episode, not the one that was just released. So, we were reviewing Terminator 2. So, the Terminator 2 episode is the one that we refer to that.
0: Okay. That's probably better for... Context because that might mean people might be listening to this at a later date being like, When's last week? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, enough of that, let's roll into the casting. Uh, I've got two wild cards here, but I'll do my f- first one. Actually, I don't know if I want him to do my first one, but I've committed it's what it's what's on written down. I've got Ben Affleck. <laughs>
1: I uh, I actually originally had him as my first one. Yeah. I was thinking of him with the Argo look. That's exactly what I was thinking because yeah, it,
0: it looks like him a little bit. Yeah. That, yeah.
1: that is probably the exact reason. I, I actually moved him off but was thinking of having him back up on number one. But no, yeah, I, c- I can see Ben Affleck. And I think sort of a certain element of that character is also trying to convince the audience that they're actually the main character which I feel like they sort of tried to do. Yeah. And then obviously... Spoilers! (laughs) um, Yeah, the the character dies. So I actually think one of the reasons why I was thinking casting somebody like him, it's just like a, a big actor in that sort of role who then gets killed off, is what sort of, sort of the element of surprise. I don't know how big, what was the guy's name who actually originally played him again? So, Tom
0: Skerritt? I'm I probably pronouncing that wrong.
1: I don't know whether he was well-known or not,
0: but... Uh, uh, he, probably th- he probably mentioned what other films he was in <laughs> when I was there, but again, it's just a blur. <laughs> I just remember he was there, he was like an ant to me because I was so far away, and he was old. It was a thing. Mm. It was a whole thing. It was an experience. So, who did you have? Uh, yeah, so,
1: so I did, uh, as I was saying, I moved him to Honourable Mentions for the Ben Affleck. And I just threw a, a wild card in there because I wanted to try and put in some actors that I haven't said every time that I've been on here or that I haven't heard said mm-hmm. all the time. And you know what? This may have been said in one of your episodes, so if I've missed it, uh, I apologise. I thought maybe Dennis Quaid.
0: Dennis Quaid. I do like Dennis Quaid. I love him in um, Pandorum in Pandorum I don't think I've actually seen Pandorum's, that Pandorum's it's well it's funny that it's, we're talking about alien cuz Pandorum is kind of the same sort of vein gritty ship space oh, stuck on okay. a ship yeah um him and Ben Foster if you haven't seen it it is a great film
1: actually cuz I'm quickly because I was scrolling through his uh, IMDb page to uh, remind people, in case people didn't know who he was, to see what other things he was in. And now that I actually see the Pandorum uh, cover art, it does look familiar. I remember seeing it all over Netflix, but never actually watched it. But Also, it's a
0: hangover movie. Uh, okay. Like, watch it when you, when you like don't care if you need to get up and walk away, if you want to look at your phone... But it's still like if you're watching it the entire time, it's entertaining. Yeah. So I could totally see Dennis Quaid fitting in there. And fun fact, his I'm I'm fairly certain his his brother, who is the Hello Boys, I'm back in Independence Day, ah. is a fugitive. Is a fugitive. I'm fairly certain. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few Quaids in Hollywood. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure. Uh, I was trying to think,
1: as, as, as I'm trying to rack my brain to actually think of another name to go in front of it, I was
0: just about to go, ah, yeah, Dennis Quaid. Nope, nope, that's the person I said. Randy Quaid is who I'm talking about, but maybe he's not. But I, I could have sworn he was. Maybe he's in The Fugitive. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but yes, and then also interesting fact is... Uh, Dennis Quaid's son Is in um, The Boys Ah He's uh, The Huey He's the main character I haven't seen it. Yeah <laughs> But I've heard good things Yeah It's a great film uh, TV series Meg Ryan's son If you uh, didn't know that Dennis Quaid is married To Meg Ryan Or they were learning a lot about Dennis Quaid hey, right I now Yeah I know we're, we're, sti- <laughs> we're sticking
1: to Dennis this Quaid a This podcast lot. is now About Dennis Quaid Dennis Quaid <laughs> Related <casting>. facts <laughs>
0: Um <laughs> I was worried we wouldn't have enough to talk about on this film, so maybe I'm just, like, over-investing on Dennis Quaid. Um, he's the new MVP. Uh, all right, honorable mention, Dennis Quaid. Net current day,
1: Keanu Reeves. Uh, have you been looking at my list? Because <laughs> that's what I originally had. Ben Affleck is number one. And I had my first honorable mention was Keanu Reeves.
0: Reeves. Someone might think that we're related. (laughs) But but current day Keanu Reeves is kind of like interchangeable. Like you could totally see him be in there and be that sort of like have to call the shots, but also be like
1: reluctant. Yeah. That's exactly the reason why I put it in there. And I think that, yeah, uh, he's acting and what he's done would suit that role.
0: Yep. Yeah. Did you have. Any other honourable mentions? Uh, no, it was just those two. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, let's move on to the star of the show. And I can say her full name because I know it. Ellen Ripley. Uh, originally played by Sigourney Weaver. And yeah, tough one to recast because one. she kind of makes the movie. Uh, but on my list, and I originally Thought of her for Lambert, but I actually picked, I rearranged her and put her in for Ripley because it was more suited. Uma Thurman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. She's proven she's got the chops to be a badass and also, I don't know. I, don't, I like just w- everything she does in Kill Bill, I think just proves that she's suited for that sort of role.
1: Yeah, well, in Kill Bill, she definitely does actually show a range. Not actually an actress that I would have, that I even, because I racked my brain for this one. I looked through many and many of lists to try and actually find someone to cast as Ripley because I found it such a hard one. But, Mm. um, yeah, I can see it because she can definitely um, play the uh, badass, I must say. So,
0: yeah, no, good pick. Hmm, Thank you. Who did you have?
1: Uh, You know what? I actually really struggled with this. Um, So I went, yes, this person was in another alien film, but I refuse to acknowledge that it's part of anything because it was a heaping pile of shit. Uh, Yes, I am talking about Alien Covenant. Uh, And I... Actually, no, she wasn't in Alien Covenant. I lie. Never mind. She was in Prometheus.
0: Oh, um. Charlize Theron? Oh, Charlize. I thought you were going to say the, the other actress whose name I definitely don't know off the top no. of my head. Well, uh, my approach with her
1: in general is just because she can actually she has such a wide range. I mean, she's done some fairly incredible acting and um she can also play a real badass and in the role in Alien Covenant that wasn't what she was playing. No. Um, and I think like a role like Ripley would actually be something that would really work with her.
0: Yeah. No, no, she she could do it, I reckon. But I mean, as you mentioned before with the Dallas character about trying not to mention people, I, I'm like giving her a rest personally. No. She's, she's been overdone. <laughs> this podcast gets really difficult when you're like, oh, I can't keep using that person. So like I gotta be like to think outside the box here. Uh no, that's fair. <laughs> uh but so let's move into honorable mentions and I'm sure this one's been mentioned a few times though. But uh, she might not be able to do it now that I'm thinking about it. But I've written it down, Natalie Portman.
1: Natalie Portman. Okay. Yeah. Interesting one.
0: Um She looks good with a shaved head, so at least you know she'd work in number three. <laughs> That's just forward thinking, right there.
1: Uh, I mean, Natalie Portman is a good actor. Um, I don't know whether I find her incredibly believable when she plays the badass kind of character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, what was because she was sort of the soldier character in Annihilation.
0: Was that what it was called? The Netflix Annihilation. Yeah.
1: I mean, she was good in that, but that w- that was a good film that I think was was it very. I thought it was good.
0: I don't know if it was.
1: You don't know if it was. <laughs> Still don't know what I watched. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what they watched. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess she does show that sort of development in V Vendetta. Yeah, it's it, it's re- it's really hard because uh, I feel like some of the actors when you recast them, you can definitely visualise them in that role entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think for her, it's the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, I'd never actually see her do
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you have an honourable mention?
1: Yeah, I just sort of copped out with uh, with the um, ones who have played um, badasses in the past and just went for, you know, good old Kate Beckinsale.
0: Kate Beckinsale. She's a, she's a uh, highly mentioned actress. Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm aware that I went for highly mentioned ones here, but I... Yeah. I do find that I think in a lot, a, a lot of thriller films in general, and a lot of the ones that come out are normally not really uh, a sort of like B grade ones. But because it's Alien, and I'm just like, yeah, well, I want good actors if I'm recasting them, mm. um, and that's probably why I've gone for more those ones that are probably selected a lot more. Mm-hmm. I have tried to uh, be a little bit more varied with my uh, additional ones.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, I also had Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen? Okay.
1: Mm. No, that's an interesting
0: one. Yeah. I do like So, Elizabeth for Olsen. those that are not aware, she's Scarlet Witch in the Avenger movies. She's also in Godzilla. People don't really like that film, but... No, it's you know. a lot better than King of Monsters. Uh, she's really good in Wind River, which I think I brought up on your podcast when I was on it the other week. You may have. I um, don't know. I think someone, because someone I think you brought up John Bernthal and someone was like, What else is what has he been in recently? Uh yeah. Yeah, he was in Rinwrinwiver for a little bit. Okay. And uh yeah, it was a very good film. So yeah, I thought that yeah, she could do it. I could definitely see her playing scared. Hmm. No,
1: and I think she does a really good job as Scarlet Witch as well. Hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people like her. So she's actually, uh, I, I think she's a good pick. Hmm. Good honorable mention. Did
0: you have any other honorable I mentions? did not. That's all good. I also had, and I only picked it just because she has a similar look to Sigourney Weaver. I had Susan Sarandon. Remind me. Uh, that's a good question. Gummer <laughs> I, I and Louise. Ah, uh, yep, yeah, yep. I know the name. You'd you know the face too. Um, you definitely know the Rocky Horror Picture show. She's very young in that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And she's
1: in Beetlejuice as well, isn't she? Is she? Or maybe she's not in Beetlejuice. Maybe I'm I just don't confusing think she's her in.
0: with someone else. I think you're getting her confused with just Winona Ryder and. Uh, I'm confusing her with Gina Davis. Ah, Gina Davis. There you go. Gina Davis. <laughs> yes. Gina, well, no. I've said Gina Davis a couple of times, so I didn't put her on the list. Uh, but uh, if you've been listening to the show since episode two or three, you will know that I like Gina Davis. Uh, Long Kiss Goodnight is a great and underrated film, and a lot of people haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, uh, let's move on. Mm. Well, you, sorry, you didn't have any other honorable mentions, did you? I, I did not. Yeah, cool. All right, let's move on to Lambert. Originally played by Veronica Cartwright. Uh, interesting fact about Lambert, I discovered uh, today she, in special features, there's a screenshot or something of one of those uh, Cathay Ray tubes that we were talking about before, the old TV monitors, and it outlines in that there's a bio of her, mm. and she actually is transgender. Oh, yeah. Really? That but character it's, it's, is actually male to female.
1: That's uh, very progressive for a late 70s film. For
0: 1979, very interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, a very difficult. I think I got like wrapped up in, and I was watching like cut scenes of like her death or like her interaction, and that there's this whole giant conspiracy about like the alien taking her being sexualized and her being like... Violated, it's, it's, it's twisted, and I couldn't believe that this was being discussed or whatever. But then, it, and that's why it got brought up about this special feature thing going, Well, maybe the alien didn't do whatever because of this. and I'm just like, What are the, this, the internet is full of weird nerds? The internet is a bizarre place. Um, but I thought it was interesting enough to bring up for this podcast. So, there you go, people. Oh, it's good to put the fact <laughs> in there. You, you need
1: the sound effects, you need, you need a, everybody to know it's a quick, quick fact. No, you, could,
0: you you could still call it quick facts. No, it's quick facts. It kills me that it's quick fact. <laughs> like, honestly, quick facts. Yeah, for those playing at home, our sound effect for quick facts cuts off too early, and it is quick fact. <laughs> Rather than quick maths. Share out, Big shack. Um So, for Lambert, I only had one, and it was because I was really struggling, and I was flicking through my little book of or my sheets of... Celebrity profiles. I have got Maggie Gillenhall or Gyllenhaal, whichever one, whichever pronunciation it is. Yeah, I could say that. I just this needed one. someone to be like whiny. Well, that was
1: my whole thing with that character. Is I don't really think she
0: does that much
1: from memory.
0: <laughs> she screams a lot when the, yeah when the chest burster comes out. But that probably was because they didn't tell them that was going to happen. Yes, and they just surprised them. <laughs> Which I do, I do love that part of
1: that story. Um, but yeah, no, Maggie Gyllenhaal could work. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I found this character very hard. Yeah, um, this this was probably I would say that Ripley and Lambert were probably the two hardest ones that I found. Yeah, out of the list. Uh, I mean, that that being said. I'll tell you my selection. So I went with uh, Rachel Adams. Rachel Adams. So b- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead Plastic mm. in Mean Girls. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I just, I just thought she could play that character. Yeah.
0: She could uh, be loud and whiny. <laughs> Wasn't she the main character in Hot Chick as well? So that would work for the whole transgender role. <laughs> Was she? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was. <laughs> pretty sure Rob Schneider is pretending to like is is her.
1: Oh really? Uh, no, oh no, what was I I was confusing hot chick with um what's it called? Juice Bigelow or something. No, 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 no. no. The one with um I was confusing hot chick with white chicks for some reason Oh, ah, Right. Um very but, different films. <laughs> very different films. Uh yeah and, and I mean she's a decent actor. Yeah. Um and I think she could do that. Uh otherwise honorable mention uh I don't know why th- this was the first one that sort of I came across where I could say her actually portraying and doing a decent job of it um rather than just being annoying um was Evangeline Lilly.
0: Oh yeah yeah from um Wasp Lost, from and Yeah, the Wasp.
1: Um, I thought that she could probably do that character a little bit more justice as well. Um, She could probably do the Ripley
0: role, that I think about it.
1: She probably could do the Ripley role.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's a good choice. Hmm. Uh, No one else? No one else. All right. Let's move on to Brett. Originally played by Harry Dean Stanton, who is the actor that ends up going into, like, the rainy chain room. Yep. And finds the cat and then looks up and then, like, there's a big old alien just waiting to be, like, I'm going to
1: eat your face. Also, fun fact, in that scene where they actually go up and show you the chains hanging down in the water, the alien is actually fully in view. You can see it in that shot. The whole thing was that nobody knew what it looked like, so you wouldn't have been able to identify it aside from the machinery. There you go. So, uh... I thought that was pretty cool.
0: That so. is a very interesting fact you have there. So many facts. <laughs> uh, I had picked only one again. I had William H. Macy.
1: William H. Macy. And once again, remind me because I'm terrible with names. It's makes it really poor for
0: this podcast. He's, fr- but... he's Frank from Shameless in the US version. He's ah. also the Shoveler Yeah, in Mystery Men. Yep, yep, yep. I think he would be great. <laughs> I think he'd be perfect. Just to see him walk in there and, like... Because for this character, you kind of feel bad for him when he does look up. Mm. And you're like, oh, no. Like, because you know something's happening at that stage. Like, it's clear that something's going to happen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I thought William H. Macy would be pretty primed for that role.
1: Once again, a very good actor. He, he oh, he's is really actor. good in Shameless.
0: I only just re- recently... Um, discovered that his wife was involved in that whole college bribe scandal. And his, oh. his wife actually did a hard time of 11 days um, <laughs> with something like 250 hours of community service. community service or something. But his wife, is um she was from uh, Desperate Housewives. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Ah. She's the one that does like the speed I don't remember. She like discovers speed and like starts cleaning the house at like an alarming rate.
1: I don't think, I I didn't get that far into that series, so I don't know that there. I just saw bits and pieces. I do remember reading about one of the stars of Desperate Housewives was involved with that, but I didn't actually realize
0: that was his wife. Yes. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Uh,
1: And who did you have? I just had to put this guy's name down. I had to put him in there. And you, you anybody could judge me just as, as what you want, but Steve Bashemi
0: <laughs> Steve Buscemi, spaghetti. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: but yeah, no, and I, I'll just say just just as a joke, and I mean I think he could do it, but oh, he could definitely do it as a bit of a jokey one, but otherwise, um, and I had his picture up here so I could remind you who he was as I said it, but um, DJ Qualls. Quells Quills. I think you may recognize his face if I actually show it to you.
0: Oh, peanut balls. Peanut balls? The guy that, yes, he says it's not cheating if you smear your balls with peanut butter and get your dog to lick it off. Yep. That guy. That guy. It's the new guy. He's the main character from the new guy, isn't it? He's is in the new, He is in the new guy. Yes, yes. Ah, he's yeah. also in like Road Trip and he's well, Road Trip's the Peanut Butter. Ah, okay. That's what that's from. And he's also in Scrubs. Scrubs is he from Se- Scrubs? He's in. Scrubs well, that's clearly why you've cast it because you're watching. You've been watching Scrubs. Yeah, he, po- he popped <laughs> into my head. <laughs> Scrubs season three, I think it is. Mm, right, or season two? It's been a long time since I watched Scrubs. Uh Okay. Well, did you... No, that was it? That was it. All right. Let's move on to the victim of the facehugger, Kane, originally played by John Hurt, also known as Ollivander?
1: Ollivander from, from Harry, Harry Potter.
0: Potter. He gives Harry Potter the wand. Also in V for Vendetta. Yes. That is true. He's also Hellboy's father. Oh. In the Guillermo del Toro films. Uh, for my first pick, for Kane. Now, again, this is the guy that has his chest bursted open. And the first death of the film. So, I thought, we need someone that's really good at dying. Mm. Who better than Sean
1: Bean? Fantastic. I love it. The man, the man has perfected his career on dying. I, I think that would be perfect.
0: <laughs> Hang on, let me just have a quick look. Sean Bean, deaths. Oh, the supercut is fantastic. Yeah, let's. I just want to. I just want to see how long it goes for. So on YouTube, there's a video of Sean Bean deaths from 1986 to 2016, and it goes for three minutes and forty five seconds. Now, that might not seem like a long time, but when you're an actor, that's a lot of screen time of being dead. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. I th-
1: I'd i be curious to know what the actual percentage is, like what, how many
0: roles he's been in, how many he's actually died out of those roles on film. That's true. Well, whilst I look up a Sean, Sean Bean death ratio, <laughs> um, can you... Can you um, tell me what your first pick is?
1: righty. so my first pick for this one, so uh, we were doing Kane, yeah, um, yes. is
0: Andy Circus? Andy Circus. Yeah. Interesting. Well, he's he's very good at using his body. So, exactly throwing his body around and having a chest burst of pop out. That, that, was,
1: that, that was my theory as well. It was somebody who needs to be able to deliver that scene and deliver it well. And he has made his career off being able to manipulate his body. Um, and I think that he would be really interesting as that. And also, as we've already seen, he is um, very well versed in acting and uh, can do a whole heap of different things and does a damn fine South African accent. Maybe he can be South African in it. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he could. Maybe Claw can actually be
0: Kane. Well he was what was he? Cast in just now. He's gonna be Alfred in the Batman film. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. That's it's weird, but it but it is cool.
1: I'm okay with it. I'm not sure whether you actually follow the um or see them, the Boss Logic yes. um thing. So yeah, Boss no Logic idea. has done a really cool one of Andy Circus as Alfred, which is worth a look see.
0: Hmm. Uh I've just looked it up. I can't find uh how often he has actually died. I know that he's actually apparently rejecting roles now where he dies because he doesn't want to die anymore, and he's even holding a sign saying like don't hashtag don't kill me. But uh Yeah, I don't know. He's okay. Looks like he's died about twenty five deaths in his roles, so it's up there. That's impressive. It's up there. Um and apparently Robert De Niro's died nineteen times in his films. Ooh, he's got competition. And Leonardo DiCaprio's died nine times, which <laughs> I can only think of a couple of films. So anyway, we're just gonna digress there. Uh so I also had completely different actor for this. Mads Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. Um, I
1: think I actually, I don't think I wrote it down, but I think he was one of the ones that also popped into my head. I think he either popped into my head for this or for Ash. Um, yeah? Yeah, I, I, I could definitely see him doing it.
0: I could totally see him doing Ash as well, actually, now that you say it. Uh, but who did you, did you have an honourable mention?
1: Yeah, so I had and I'm going to absolutely butcher his name. Pete Postalweight. Postleth Postalithweight.
0: And uh, what's Pete
1: from? Uh so he is in Inception, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Oh, he's Inception, the hunter. Inception, Clash of the Titans. Been in lots of things. Like, I will hunt a T-Rex. Oh, he's in Alien 3. He is, actually. I didn't remember him actually being in Alien 3. There you go. But yes, he is the hunter in uh, The Lost World. Yeah, yeah, cool. I like that. I just thought he had an interesting look to him. He's got a big head, doesn't he? Uh, it's
0: just his nose.
1: Yeah, the nose doesn't
0: help. He's got a very long face. He's, just, he's a, he's a strange-looking man, to be honest. like His ears are really big. It's his ears, and he's... His ears are massive. Yeah, that, that's a.
1: There's one of him wearing a paddy cap, which is a real keeper. Uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're really big ears. Oh, poor guy. Yes. Yeah, sorry. We're just picking on him now. <laughs> we we're taught as just children not to make <laughs> personal comments. But here we are putting it on the internet. Um, Any other honorable, honorable mentions? I did not have any no? further. Okay, let's move on to our second last. Casting of Ash, originally played by Ian Holm or uh, Bilbo Baggins, mm. um, from the Lord of the Rings, not the Hobbit. Um, just to clarify for people, uh, I had Rutger Hauer, who, who is, Huer Huer <laughs> who is, he's recently deceased. He was, like, the main bad guy replicant in Blade Runner. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, fun fact, never realized, he is the hobo with a shotgun. In Blade Runner? No, from that movie, Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, there's a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun? (laughs) It was a huge thing when it was, you don't remember that no the internet went like wild when it first came out I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> like the trailer was just like oh my god oh it's okay. amazing <laughs> like I'm sure if you look it up I'm sure you would have you'd know it but I had no idea it was this guy okay I was completely oblivious and I was really shocked when I actually like saw that he was in the movie and I'm like oh wait that's him it does doesn't It did not click with me at all that it was a dude from Blade Runner. Uh, Yeah.
1: Actually, you know, I don't actually recognize Hobo with a shotgun, but I recognize him older as the guy from Blade Runner, (laughs) if you get what I mean. Yeah. I I can see. Yes, that is the guy from Blade Runner. Uh, So so you're envisioning him, obviously, of that age, of Blade Runner? Yes, from Blade Runner, like mainly because he's a robot. Robots, yeah. Yep. He's a Rubert. He can, he can definitely play a Robert.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: He played a Rubert well. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no I, I think that's actually a good pick, and he could definitely do it. I think there's been a lot of... Um, I don't think there's been any massive arguments or any uh, conjecture here. Uh, objection. So, I had, as my main one, just to uh, throw a little wild card in there, Rowan Atkinson. Ron Atkinson,
0: will he speak? Yes, he will. Yes,
1: uh-huh. no, no, he won't speak. He'll just go full Mr Bean on yeah. it. So it'll just be Mr Bean playing Ash.
0: <laughs> I'm just picturing him grabbing Sigourney Weaver as Mr Bean, still in like the, the Mr Bean outfit, and throwing her across the room. <laughs> give Give the man a chance for a serious role. Come on, he can do it. He's done serious roles. He has. I love Rowan Atkinson. But I still think of him as Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is the role
1: that will pull him out of Mr. Bean, and uh-huh. I'm actually more more thinking uh, probably a more recent um, Rowan Atkinson. I want, I want, I want the Greys.
0: Yeah, I want the Greys. The uh, salt and pepper look. Well, I mean, look for a time of humanity where you've got spaceships and you can travel across vast distances of space and you have w- robots which you call synthetics, which run on milk, basically. Yep. Uh, all those synthetics are disturbingly old, except for Michael. But even Michael, you would argue, is from Prometheus, is still old for a robot. Maybe it's a trust thing. Maybe it's because Maybe. they
1: appear older. You assume them wiser and assume them more trustworthy.
0: Maybe it's still weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got you. Honourable mention: Rami Malik, 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 Mulligan. Yeah, that guy.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: He's a weird-looking guy. He looks weird yeah.
1: I love how I feel like I, I, I'm not sure whether you've taken this approach But you've just sort of gone for people Who have a bit of a unique look about them
0: Yeah, but at the same time I've actually like gone Actors who played robots And Mr. Robot's act, main actor Popped up straight away When I typed that Google search in And was like hmm. <laughs> That actually works I want to check their robotic range <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if that would inspire me. And it did.
1: Yeah, no. I I I think he's as good as any pick, really. Um he got big eyes. Need to stop picking on people's features. Uh <laughs> I have the uh, first honourable mention off my rank here, so I put in Hugo Weaving.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. I did think of him. Mr. Anderson. Yes, he
1: would be. I think he would be very good at doing the uh, snapping section. Yep. Um, and you know what? One of the reasons as well, I didn't actually justify this before, but the reason why I think Rowan Atkinson would work is because Rowan Atkinson would be really good at spinning around in circles, going. <laughs> so. I forgot that. Naturally. Uh but there's there's two scenes in that film that I lose it at every time. There's that scene and then there's the scene where the alien is walking towards I think it's Ripley and it's clearly a man in a bodysuit and it's just waving its arms up and down as it's walking oh, yeah. towards her. That cuts like one of those ooh. cut scenes
0: with Lambert before. Um It's you could tell why they cut it. Like it was Blatantly just a dude in a suit And he's like sitting on the ground And he's pretty much like scooting his butt forward (laughs) towards her It looks really weird Uh, Um, But yes, uh, any honourable mentions on your behalf? Further than that one
1: uh, I have Willem Dafoe Yep And lastly I figured uh, Bilbo could do it Why couldn't Frodo?
0: Ooh, and just put wood. a larger
1: wood in there. I don't think that's a good pick. I was struggling. That was actually the first one I put down and then I started to fill in all the other ones.
0: Yeah, but I kinda kinda could see it working. I kinda could see You wouldn't suspect it. You could put any of the hobbits in, really.
1: Mm. Well, that's what I was looking for inspiration and I was actually curious to see any whether anybody else had actually recast Alien before and had articles of the recast. I wasn't going to pick any of them because I didn't want to copy other people's ideas, but yeah. th- the first one that popped up said Martin Freeman as thingo. So,
0: young Bill though. Yeah. And I think that would work. <laughs> yeah, that would also work. Um, and he's great in the first season of Fargo. Yes, he is. Um I think I've said it before. You haven't watched any of the Fargo TV series? What are you doing? You should. It's great. Um, I haven't even and that's coming from a guy that hasn't even watched the Fargo movie. You should watch the Fargo movie. I should. <laughs> Perhaps I will one day. All right. Let's move on to our last casting choice. Uh Parker, mm-hmm. originally played by Yeffett I think it's Yeffett Koto.
1: No, you should start doing just just all the names that you don't know. Get them ready on like Google, and just push the, like the play button and get Google to do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> run it through the
0: soundboard. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I mean, how I just plug the the aux input into my computer directly and just highlight and go speech, get it to speak, and then it can say it wrong, and I can just say, "Hey man, exactly. the computer said it wrong. And it's the computer's fault." Um, yes. And then I can be like, yes, technology needs to update itself for my podcast needs. Uh, first pick, Forrest Whitaker. Bung eye. Because, you know, we're making personal comments. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, he's, he's got a bung eye. And... <laughs> That's the current actor? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker? No, the one who was already in it? Nah. Ah. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just calling him bung eye. <laughs> For the longest time, I used to be like, you know, Bungay, and people feel like, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs>
1: not fair, but yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I could see Forrest would like if he has to do like sort of if he has to embody like a character that is not just a basic human, he's awful. Mm. Like in Rogue One, he sucks. Like, that is some questionable acting. Mm. But, and he's pretty bad in Black Panther as well. Um. But it's yeah, not great in Black Panther, no, but you know, there are other movies like Street Kings and stuff. And like, what's that one that was critically acclaimed? Mm. The King's Speech, or was it the King's Speech? No, it's not no. the King's Speech, no, it's um, oh, it's gonna kill me. I don't actually remember, um, uh, but he is
1: also in um, The Godfather of Harlem, which is a new series that's currently out in Australia, it's on Stan, and he's uh. Pretty good in the first episode of that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's good. It's all you've watched, or
1: yeah, I've only watched the first episode. Um, you know, it, he was good in it. Um, whether I want to continue, yeah, uh, watching the series, whether the series is good is another question. It's an I- interesting one. So it's based on um the same character that I think Denzel Washington plays in um. What's the gangster film that he was playing in? I don't know, training. training Day. No, not not Training Day.
0: American Gangster. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same character. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um I was thinking of The Last uh, King of Scotland. Oh, uh, yeah. And I don't know. I think maybe I like got it confused with the King speech because like has king in the title. King in the title, Colin Firth is from the UK, <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah. area. <laughs> no, fair, fair. I don't know. Who did you have for Parker?
1: Uh, I'm just going to want to advance. I didn't have any honourable mentions because I thought I had one for everyone, but I didn't because I actually just put a note next to this one to say where it was from. Um, so I figured in this case needed somebody who I thought could bounce off um, because obviously in the films, those guys sort of bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. And also this character plays a little bit of a cheeky character as well. Yep. Um, so I picked Winston Duke, Winston who is Duke. M'Baku in Black Panther. Ah. And he's also the dad of the family in Us.
0: Oh. Ah, is he in much else?
1: Um, I do have his page open, so I came prepared this I time. I did
0: like him in... Um He's in, he's in
1: Wonderland. He is in Person of Interest, and mm. he's in The Messengers.
0: Yeah, nothing. Uh, I don't think much of note. But I think he's quite new to Hollywood. Most of his films are, at least like, film-wise. It's only been the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. I think the uh, the oldest thing that I see here, at least
1: in his top filmography, is the oldest thing is 2014. Yeah. And I think some of those are actually TV series, so I don't know whether he was in it in 2014 or whether it started in 2014. Um, yeah. That's all good. But, yeah. No, I I, I, I think he is good in the Embarkle character, um, assuming I'm pronouncing that right, right, or this is the episode of Mispronunciations.
0: Uh, oh, this is
1: the, this is the podcast from his <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> um, and that he was also good in us. So, I um, think that he, yeah, would really be able to have that cheekiness that the character has to be able to have and also the bad, uh, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I have one honorable mention. And so, I want him to have a badass look to him. So, I want him to look like the crazy man in the expendables too, but I want him to be the youth and the the buzziness of white man can't jump wesley snipes Wesley snipes yeah no one yeah. would argue I might even want him to be the cook i mean the the uh, my first pick okay
1: just just go for the full crazy Wesley snipes and get him uh get him as a Demolition man Wesley Snipes. Yeah. That's the Wesley Snipes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That I mean that man is crazy. That'd be good. Yeah. No, I, I, I can definitely see Wesley Snipes in that character, in that role. Um he's a very interesting actor, that man. Yeah. He's done some odd stuff.
0: He's done some really weird stuff. Like tax evasion. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> He went to jail. He did. He's out now. He is out. Expendables was his first film I think. Oh was it? Or it was close to one of the first things he did when he came out, I think. Um and hit that was that scene just broke my mind because he's just sitting there jingle like, jingle jingle jingle. <laughs> it just made me think of Bur- Bernie Mac in um Life I think it is. I haven't seen that.
1: Unfortunately. Uh, I, I apologize for all my blocking. If I haven't seen it,
0: uh, he's Bernie Mac. He's like, I think it's, I think it's life, and he's just sitting there and he's like, jiggling, jiggling. like it's almost like the exact same phrase, but it, like, he's just repeating it. Yeah, it's just, it's very funny. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had. Uh, and you mentioned you didn't have any honorable mentions, so you could mention your podcast instead.
1: Sure, I am from Shaken Not Nerd. Shaken Not Nerd is a movie and pop culture podcast. We release episodes weekly about the uh, latest movies we've watched, or we'll do lists, or we'll do some retro revivals. And then we've also got Shaken Not Noob, which also is once a week. A different day of the week where we talk about video games. So there's five of us, do a rotating roster, get some guests on,
0: and just have a bit of a laugh. Yeah, so be sure to check that out. And I just want to point out that I'm really proud of that segue that I just did, but before. Um, but speaking of good segues, I'm going to do a bad segue, and you should check out casting on all the social media platforms, being Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like the show, thank you very much. Feel free to leave us a review